don't know if you hear me. Okay, I, I can hear you now. Yes. I guess they didn't hear the introduction. Amen. Because we learned it. So I'm going to do the introduction again. Okay. <laughs> Amen. So good evening again. And welcome to our first night of midweek inspiration. Food for the Amen. soul. I'm telling you, this is the first night. So anything can happen. Amen. <laughs> so tonight's guest is no stranger to him, as um, I said to myself earlier. She is an anointed vessel of God. She is a preacher as well as a teacher of the word. She is a member of New Destiny, and we welcome her tonight as she brings forth an anticipated, life-sustaining word from God. And again, the Holy Spirit is in charge. We have already know however he wants to move, if he flips it, turns it, uh, whatever, we just go right, we shift with the, with the Spirit of God. And she knows that she is uh, free to flow in her anointing and whatever God wants to do on the line on tonight. So I'm excited. She's our first presenter. She's very dear to me, very special. Amen. And so I present to some and I introduce to others, none other than Pastor Ebony Rivera, as she will bring forth the word of God. God bless you. Preach the word, my sister. God bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Pastor Mallory. Again, I am so humbled by the invitation to uh, participate in your midweek inspiration service on tonight. I would like to acknowledge my leadership at New Destiny Worship Center. Um, that is Apostle Miguel Ramos and Bishop Annette Ramos. Um, I am just so honored. I would like to acknowledge Almighty God, who is the author and finisher um, of my life. Amen. He is the lifter of our heads, not just my head, but our head. So I give God glory on tonight. And I would like to salute the great people of God on tonight that did not consider it robbery to come and fellowship with us in this midweek inspiration service on this evening. So greetings, uh, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, I, I greet you with the love of the Father, and I just want to go into the Word. But before we go into the Word, I just want to, um, because as I sought the, the Lord for an inspiration um, to start the week, you know, God gave me the title, The Choice is Yours. Um, and so my subtitle would be, Your Distinction, Your Difference, Your Destiny is Driven by Your Decision. So again, the title is, The Choice is Yours. And the subtitle being your distinction, your difference, your destiny. They are driven by your decisions. Amen. So let us bow our head for a word of prayer and then we're going to go into the word of the Lord. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we come before you on tonight, God. God, we come first giving you all honor and glory, oh God. God, because it all belongs to you, oh Father God. God, we understand, God, that you are Alpha and Omega, oh God. All that we are is in you, oh Father God. God, you are everything. God, we bless you. We are God, just for you, a refueling, God, a refilling, oh Father God, oh God, of you, oh Father God. God, we understand, oh Father God, that you, oh Father God, are ever present, oh God. You're present help in a time of trouble, oh Father God. God, you're a way over, you're a way through, God, you're a way out, oh God, you're a way maker. And for that, Lord, we're eternally grateful, oh God. So we come, oh God, just blessing, honoring you, oh God, and magnifying you, oh God. God, we say thank you, oh Father God. God, we open our hearts and our minds on tonight to receive 
receive that which you have for us, oh Father God, and prepare our hearts, God, that they might be good ground, oh God. We bind up any distracting spirit, oh God, any distracting presence right now in the name of Jesus, oh Father God, that we, God, come before you with a spirit of expectation, oh God. God, believing, God, that you are going to give us just what we need, oh Father God, and we bless, honor you, and thank you in advance. In your precious son, Jesus' name, we say, amen, amen, and amen. Glory be unto God. And so as I was, you know, preparing, there was something that I stumbled across on social media that um, it's, it's kind of a, uh, a piece that really ushered me into this place of ministry uh, or ministering for tonight. And it was that we choose our heart. And the post said that marriage is hard. Divorce is hard. You choose your heart, right? Living fit, eating well is hard. But sickness is hard. We choose our heart, right? Being financially fit and making good, healthy financial choices is hard. But being impoverished and not having money to make choices with is hard as well. So that really ushered me to thinking the power of our decision and that the choice truly is ours. And then the Lord just continued to just lay that on my heart and it continued to revisit um, in my spirit throughout uh, my preparation period. So again, the title of um, tonight's message is the choice is yours. And the subtitle is your distinction, your difference, your destiny are driven by your decisions. Amen. And so when we think about the, that place in between where we are and where we desire to be, the difference, that space is called your decisions, right? The decisions that you make, the choices that you make, that determines how well you go from point A to point B, or if you ever arrive at the, the, at the designated or assigned point B is how you respond and, and, and decide when you're at point A. So the difference between your breaking and your breakthrough is a decision, right? The difference between desperation and destiny lies in the decision. The difference between misery and miracle lies in the decision. The choice is yours. Your distinction, your difference, your destiny are driven by your decisions. Amen. And so that's what I want you to understand on tonight, that your distinction, your destiny, your difference, it lies in your decisions. And I want the people of God to be reminded of the power and dominion that you have been endowed with since the beginning in the book of Genesis, that God had called us called us to operate with power and dominion to subdue every creeping thing that lives upon the earth. Amen. So we have to understand that that power is demonstrated through our decisions. Glory be unto God. And so the first thing, when we talk about making decisions and how we govern our choices so that they're aligned with the will, the way, um, and the word of God, the first thing is our mind. That's why the word tells us that we should be ye not conform, but be ye transformed by the renewing of our mind, glory be unto God. And then in Philippians 4 and 8, the word of the Lord says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is uh, admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, 
think on such things. Again, governing our thoughts, right? Transforming our mind. So we have to govern our decisions by, by the seat of our thought. We start with our thoughts, right? So you want to make sure that you're thinking on those things that are of a good report. You are thinking on those things that are pure. You are thinking on those things that are holy because that will help to drive your decisions in a way that is aligned to the will of God, to the way of God and, and to the word of God. Amen. And then, you know, then when we, when we govern our thoughts and we have really, um, got our thinking, cause the word of the Lord says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, or so is she glory be unto God. And so our thoughts are important in this decision-making process. Amen. And I want you to understand that your decisions are powerful. They shape your destiny. They, they, they are, they're the architecture of your distinction. You know, are you where we are in the world, but not of the world are your decisions showing that? Are your decisions lined up with the fact that you are supposed to be distinct as you move, live, and, and you operate your being in the earth realm, that you're in the world, but not of the world? When people encounter you, do they have an encounter with God? When people are engaged with you, when they experience you, are they are they uh, privileged to have an experience with the Father? And so if we look at 2 Corinthians 4, and I'm going to talk about verses 7 through 12, the word says, but we have these treasures and jars of clay to show that this all surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our uh, bodies uh, the, the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our bodies. Amen. That, that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our bodies. And how is that revealed? It is revealed through our decisions. It is revealed through our choice. Amen. Again, and I'm going to keep reiterating it because this is my inspiration to you tonight, that your distinction, your difference, your destiny is driven by your decisions. Amen. And then when we go, I want to take you to Psalms chapter 33, excuse me, we're going to talk about verse 20 and 22 and uh, through 22, and then we're going to tie it all together. Amen. But the word of the Lord says, we put our hope in the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him, our hearts rejoice. For we trust in his holy name. Let your unfailing love surround us. For our hope is in you alone. And so your decisions have to be anchored in something, right? There has to be a root. There has to be a source from what we uh, from which we use to, 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 to create or to govern our decision-making process. And that has to be that your hope is in the Lord. Your hope is in our risen Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so I'm going to bring this all full circle. Amen. So I talked about the, the renewing and the transforming of your mind. Amen. And not being conformed to the world. Amen. I talked about governing your thoughts and thinking on those things that are lovely, that are pure, that are, are good, of a good report. I talked about the fact 
that we are going to experience affliction because the word of the Lord says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but he shall deliver us from them all. Not, not he might, not he could, but he shall deliver us from them all. Glory be unto God. And then lastly, I just talked about the fact that our decisions have to be anchored in, in our hope being in Jesus Christ, our hope being in the Lord, our God, our hope being in his sovereignty, our hope being in his omniscience, our hope being in his omnipotence, our hope being that he's a promise keeper, our hope being that he's a way maker, our hope being that he's a burden bearer, our hope being that he's a miracle worker, our hope being that he's never lost the battle, our hope being that he's never wasted the battle, our hope has to be in the Lord. And when our hope is in the Lord, and when our mind is governed by the renewing of our, uh, by the renewance through the word, glory be to God, meditating on this word day and night, glory be to God. When our, when our, when our mind is renewed through the, for us, um, commanding our thoughts, amen. We are able to decide in a way that's aligned with the will of God. That's aligned with the way of God. Amen. And most importantly, that is aligned with the word of God. Amen. And so I want to take you to a particular passage in the word, amen. And this is, we're going to bring it full circle, amen. And I want you to join me in first Kings chapter 17, and we're going to start on the 10th verse, amen. We're going to read from the 10th verse down to the 16th verse, amen. Um, and so I'm beginning at verse 10 again, first Kings chapter 17, and I'm beginning at verse 10. So he rose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, as the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruse. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it up for me and my son that we may eat it and die. And Elisha said unto her, fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first. And bring it unto me, and after make for thee and for thy son. Now, right there, this woman has just told the prophet, the man of God, God's manservant, that she has no bread. She has nothing to offer him. What she does have, the little morsel that she does have, she's gathering stick to prepare a meal to make for her and her son and die. And then the man of God puts a request, puts a mandate on her faith and says, Go do as you were, but first fix a meal for me. Now, the, there was clearly uh, in the text only a small portion, enough to satisfy just she and her son. And then that would be all that they had before they were to perish, um, you know, in hunger and in death. But the man of God said, no, no, no. I'm asking you to feed me first. Now, here's the decision part, because see, the humanness of us are like, are you crazy? I just said I only had enough for me and my child or me in my house. How dare you request for me 
to give something up, right? To do something extra, to go beyond my comfort, to go beyond what I can fathom in my humanness, to trust beyond what I can see, to believe at your word that what you're speaking as a manservant of God is going to manifest, right? How can I trust that? How can I make a decision to go along with this when it goes against everything in me? I'm desperate right now. I'm nearing death. I'm preparing to die. I'm in a desperate situation. But see, between desperation and destiny lies a decision. You have to decide to believe God. You have to b- b- decide to, to, uh, to excuse me, to, to take God at his word. You have to decide to trust God even when you can't trace him. You have to decide to say, God, for you are living, for you are die, God. You have to decide to follow God's instructions. You have to decide to live in obedience. You have to decide to yield not to your own understanding, but in all your ways to acknowledge God and allow him to direct your path. Between desperation and destiny lies a decision, and it is yours to make. The choice is yours. Glory be unto God. And the text goes on to read. For thus said the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruse of oil fail until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. Now the widow had a decision to make here. Do I follow my plans and see people of God? We are in a season right now where we have a decision to make. Do we follow our plans? The word of the Lord says there is a way that seems right unto man, but the end thereof is destruction. And this is demonstrated even by the speech, the words that were spoken from the widow. I'm going to prepare this meal for my son and I, and then we are going to die. Amen. But the man of God said, hold up, wait a minute. There's a blessing that has your name on it stored up in heaven. And all you need to activate it is a right decision that aligns your faith to that of the father and heaven will release what is assigned to your name and your household. Glory be unto God and the woman of God. And she went and did according to the sayings of Elijah and she and he and her house did eat many days and the barrel of meal wasted not. Neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which spake by Elijah. Glory be unto God. Her decision led to a destiny that the Lord had assigned to her life and her household. Her, it was not unto death. Her hunger was not unto death. Her circumstances were not unto death. Her trial was not unto death. Her desperation was not unto death. It is Her sickness was not unto death. And we have to stop allowing what the world says to govern how we move in the earth. We are kingdom citizens. We must operate in a kingdom authority. We must operate in full understanding of our kingdom ambassadorship. And our distinction, our difference, and our destiny is driven by our decisions. Glory be unto God. Amen. And so I wanted to just stop by today and bless the people of God that the cho- by reminding you that the choice is yours, okay? The choice between your breaking in your breakthrough lies in your decision. The difference, excuse me, the difference between your misery and your miracle lies in your decision. The difference between your desperation and your destiny lies in your decision. Your decisions make a difference. Are you deciding to believe God? Are you deciding to trust God? Are you deciding to put your hope in God? Are you deciding to live by the word of God? Are you deciding to align your life with the will of God? Are you deciding to incline your heart, your ears, your eyes unto the Lord. 
and to not be distracted, to not be dismayed, to not be discouraged, but to be of good courage and strong faith. Are you deciding that on today? Because the Lord understood that we would we would encounter affliction. The Lord understood that we would encounter trials. The Lord understood that we would encounter turmoil. But the thing is, are you simply going through or are you growing through? Are you allowing your wisdom and the understanding that God promised? He said, if any man lack wisdom, ask, and he'll give it liberally. Are you deciding to lean not on your own understanding and to acknowledge God in all your ways and permit him to direct your path? Are you deciding to ask God to go before you and to make every crooked place straight? Are you deciding? Are you deciding to pray and believe that what you're asking God is what is promised to you? It is your inheritance as a joint heir to the kingdom of God. Are you deciding that? As you're traveling, as you're moving, as you're journeying toward your destiny. Now, the woman, the widow woman had to decide to believe the word of the man of God. The Shunammite woman had to decide to seek God when her son came in and died in her lap, amen? She had to decide to seek God and, and remind the man of God of his promise. The man promised him a child and she knew that God is not the son of man that he should lie or repent. So she decided to seek God. The widow woman decided to believe God and Peter decided to respond to the word of God. Peter said, if it be you, Lord, bid me to come. And that allowed Peter to walk on water. He was on the shore with all the other disciples, but his distinction as a water walker came because he decided to move when God said move. He decided to follow the instructions. He decided to walk in obedience. He decided to do it afraid. He decided to trust in the Lord. He decided that his hope was in the Lord. Are you, are you ready to walk on water today? Are you ready to overcome your situation? Are you ready to live the life of the overcomer that God has promised you? Is that your desire? Because if it is your desire, then you need to align your decisions so that they represent your faith, that your decisions are indicative to your hope being in the Lord, that your decisions are governed by the word of God and nothing less. We see our brother Moses who got all the way to the promised land and could not get in because he allowed his decision to be driven by the voice of the masses. See, there's this new thing called a herd mentality, herd immunity, herd this and herd that. I come by to let you understand that your distinction is in your decision. Don't go with the herd. See, going with the herd and going with what you heard, I'm doing a play on words here, right? The herd and what you heard can sometimes get us in a place that we were not destined to be, amen? And so I want you to understand the power of your decision in this season. There's so, so much going on around us. There's sickness, there's COVID, there's, you know, there's unemployment. There, there's so many things. The divorce race, the, you know, the divorce rate has increased during this time where people are in the house more, you know, their molestation has increased. There's so many negative things that the enemy wants us to believe that God is still not 
not omnipotent, that God is still not omniscient, that God is still not omnipresent. God still reigns. God still rules. He rules and super rules. He's still alpha and omega. God is still sovereign. God never fails. And so the way that we show the world we believe that is through our decision making. We have to show the world we believe God. We have to show the world that God is great. If God before me, it's more than the whole world against me. We have to show the world we're taking no side deals. If God said it, then that's the way I'm going to go. If God said it, then I believe it. If God said it, I'll obey it. God, God, I'll say what you say, say. God, I'll do what you say, do God. This is where we have to be people of God in this season. The choice is yours. The difference in between your breaking and your breakthrough, your decision. The difference between your misery and your miracle, your decision. The difference between your desperation and your destiny, your decision. Your distinction lies in your decision. Your difference lies in your decision. Your destiny lies in your decision. Who will you decide to believe on today? Whose report will you believe? Whose words will you decide to allow to govern your life? Whose words, whose truth will you place, will you decide to place your trust in on tonight? Who in whom will you entrust your hope on tonight? I hope that it is in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who died and rose on the third day with all power in his hands. I hope it is our brother, the firstborn of many brethren, who bared Calvary for us. He paid it all and decreed that it is finished. Everything that we need in the earth realm has already been established. You just have to decide to believe it. Healing belongs to you. You have to decide to believe that healing belongs to you and proclaim it and profess it, amen? With your mouth, the power of death and life still lie in your tongue, glory be unto God. Listen, uh, an abundant life. Jesus said that he came that we might have life and have life more abundantly. An abundant life belongs to you. It's part of your, in your inheritance, but you have to decide to believe that on tonight, glory be unto God. Will you decide to believe the word of the Lord? Will you, will you decide to believe that all the promises in the book belong to you? Will you decide on tonight to walk by faith and not by sight? Will that be your decision on tonight? Will you decide like the widow woman to, to obey the word of the Lord and to, and to trust that if you do what he says, follow his instructions, that, that, that your well will never run dry, that your house will have more than enough, that every need and expectation in your household shall be satisfied. Will you decide to believe that on tonight? Will you decide like the Shunammite woman to hold God to his promise? God, no, understanding that God is not man, that he lies or repents. God, you promised it, you said it, God, and I, I believe you for my living son, God. Do you have enough to know that God is, that God can can bring back even now God can change it around whatever the enemy meant for evil that God can turn it around and make it count for your your good do you decide to believe God for that on tonight or are you like Peter where everyone else is skeptical and doubting what's happening and 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 are you deciding to just say Lord all, all I need you to do is give me a word 
On your word, God, I will move. On your word, God, I'll do exactly what you say. I'm going to follow your instruction. If it be you, Lord, bid me to come. Bid me to come to the new position, God. Bid me to move to the new territory, to conquer, to expand the kingdom, to advance the kingdom, God. Bid me to come, oh, Father God to the foreign land as he did for brother Abraham, amen. Are you willing to decide to follow God no matter what comes and no matter what goes? Will you decide on tonight to go with God even if it means going alone? Will that be your decision, great people of God? Because that is what the word, the Lord sent me by here tonight to tell you. And to remind you that there's power in your decision making. And there's so many things trying to clog and distract your eye gates and your ear gates. Up. There's so many things trying to, to paint the brush of hopelessness in the earth. But I came by to remind you that God still reigns. He still rules and super rules. And he hasn't lost one ounce of power. He's still the gracious, merciful, kind, loving, forgiving, ever-present God that he's always been. But he needs you to decide to choose him on tonight. The choice is yours. Glory be unto God. And so if you're listening in, if you're tuning in tonight and you do not know the Lord as your personal savior, I want to give you an offer uh, to join us in, in making the best decision I've ever made in my life. And that is falling in love with Jesus and making Jesus a lover of my soul. Glory be unto God. And, and if you have want to make that decision, that declaration, if you want to decide on tonight that so you can set yourself apart, amen, because your distinction, your difference and your destiny are driven by your decision, amen, then join me and say, dear Father God, I believe that your son Jesus died and rose on the third day, glory be unto God, with all power in his hands. I believe that he bared Calvary's cross just for me. I believe that he suffered, bled, and died for my sins, that I might be forgiven. I, I invite you into my life. I invite you into my heart, Lord God. I invite you into my home, into every part of who I am. I surrender all that I am to you, oh God. And I give you the power to rule and reign in my life. If you repeated that after me on tonight, you are saved. Amen. You have made the Lord. You've decided on tonight to make the Lord God your savior. Amen. Your king of kings and your Lord of lords. And we're so excited for you because we understand what comes with that amazing decision. Amen. It's a life altering, life changing decision, but it is for your good. Amen. And for everyone else who's already a believer. Amen. You have to decide to still believe. You have to believe God for whatever it is you need. Like the Shunammite woman, believe him like Peter, believe him like, <clears throat> excuse me, like Jairus, believe him like Zacchaeus who went up in a tree, believe him like blind Bartimaeus who hollered, believe him. You have to believe God is who he says he is, but that's a decision that only you can make. I can't make it for you. Pastor Mallory can't make it for you. Whoever your coverage or headship might be, your spouse can't make it for you. This is deciding to live for God is a decision that we can only make for ourselves. Deciding to believe God is a decision that we can only make for ourselves. The deciding to live in God, for God, and through God is only a decision that we can make for ourselves. So I wanted to remind you of the power of your decisions on tonight. The choice is yours. Your distinction 
your difference and your destiny are driven by your decisions. Go where God says go. Do what God says do. Believe God for everything that you've, every petition you've brought up to heaven. Amen. Trust in God. He's a God that never fails. Place your hope and faith in God. Decide to do that on tonight. He has never lost a battle. And he has never wasted a battle. He never slumbers nor sleeps. He knows us so intimately that he knows the hairs that are numbered on our head. God is concerned for us. He's mindful of us, of our needs, of our hurts, of our pains. The word of God says that God is close to the brokenhearted. God desires to see you well. God desires to see you whole. But it is your decision that will determine whether you obtain it or not. When Jesus healed, he said, do you, do you, do you desire to be made whole? You have to say, you have to make the decision. Yes, Lord, I desire to be made whole. Yes, Lord, I desire to live in your will, your word, and your way, God. Yes, Lord, I decide to believe you on today, God. I decide to believe you for my healing, God. I decide you to believe you for my breakthrough, Lord God. I decide to believe you for my deliverance, oh God. I decide to believe you for my overcoming, oh God. I decide you to, to believe you for my way out, oh God, for my way through, oh God. I decide to believe you for the reconciliation of my marriage, oh God. I decide you to believe you for the return of my children, oh God. I decide, God, to believe you, oh Father God. For every need, for every circumstance, for every situation. I decide to believe that victory is my birthright. I decide to believe that my name is victory. I decide that you have already provided a route of escape. I decide to look for it. I decide to move in expectation. I decide to walk, live and move in faith, in hope and in love. I decide. What decisions are you making tonight, people of God? And how is it moving you from A to B? Are your decisions causing you to demonstrate distinction in the earth? Are your decisions demonstrating the difference between you and an unbeliever? And are your decisions driving you to your God-ordained destiny? I'm going to leave you with those questions on tonight because only you can answer it. But understand that the choice is yours. I hope the word of the Lord blessed you and may heaven smile upon you and keep you. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we come before you on tonight, God. God, we give you glory, oh God, for reminding us, God, of our power and authority, oh God, reminding us of who we are and whose we are, oh Father God. God, that we are joint heir to the kingdom of God, oh Father God. God, that we are created in your image and likeness, oh Father God. God, that we can speak things that are not as though they were, oh Father God, and that our decisions, oh Father God, God, create our distinction, create the difference, oh God, that we are called to be in the world, oh God. God, our decisions drive us toward our God-ordained purpose 
purpose and destiny, oh God. God, we ask, oh Father God, that God, you continue, oh God, to endow us with your wisdom anointing, oh Father God. God, in understanding, oh Father God. God, continue to, God, to just usher us, oh Father God, into the next place that you've assigned for us, oh Father God. God, continue, oh God, to reveal yourself to us, oh Father God. Continue, oh Father God, to expose us, oh Father God. God, show us, God, where we need to be made new, oh God. Show us, oh Father God, those broken places that we have yet surrendered, oh Father God. Show us the places in our heart, oh Father God, that we have yet submitted to you, oh Father God. God, show us, oh Father God. Clean us from the inside out on tonight, oh God. God, that we might be able to be govern our decision, our thinking, our actions, and our behaviors in a way, oh God, that is aligned to our kingdom ambassadorship, that we might be able to be an accurate reflection of you, oh Father God. God, that we take the the, the 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 fact that we're image bearers, God, that we take it with all seriousness, oh Father God. God, and we walk in our image bearing status, oh Father God, with great dignity, discipline, and dedication, oh God. We thank you now and forevermore. And your precious son, Jesus' name, we say, amen, amen, and amen. Glory be unto God. You all have a blessed evening and enjoy the the uh, the following weeks because I know the men and women of God that will come before you will continue to bring you inspiring words from on high. Amen. The choice is yours. Your distinction, your difference, and your destiny are driven by your decisions. Decide well and be blessed.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.